Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast with Guru Keynes. In today's episode, we have a New Zealand uh, representative basketball player. He's uh, won two championships with the New Zealand Breakers, uh, three in the local league, uh, for 2014, 16, 17. And the Breakers was 2011 and 12. Back in the day. Yeah, uh, he's a legend uh, from Avondale828. Welcome to the show, BJ. Ben Anthony Jr. Thank you, brother. That was a nice <laughs> intro. You've done some research, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, check it out. But uh, no, nah, man, thanks for coming to the show. Appreciate it. I mean, busy man, but I was like, oh, because I just started working at Evandale College. I was like, oh, oh real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. Cu- couple of months, and I was like, i gotta, I got to learn from the legends who, who have gone before. Uh, funny story for the listeners. So I, I played, actually played against BJ Day. My last year, they won nationals, Evandale College, and I was like, man, I've got to learn from this guy. I just started coaching um, junior girls basketball Dope. at um, at Evandale, so I played, but I learned um, basketball just by playing, like, streetball and stuff. I didn't learn, like, technical stuff until yeah. later on. Yeah. How, yeah, how's your background, like, with that? Did you learn, like, just playing streetball, or did you, like, learn properly from the beginning well bro like i was fortunate enough to have a dad that played professionally and he played in college in the states and then he came here and he played most of his professional career over here so it just kind of turned second nature like it was almost like i didn't even have a chance bro like i was i was just born for basketball like that was my purpose in life <laughs> straight up was there any times where you was a bit really like resentful in a way like i'm sick of basketball or big nah. time bro big yeah. time and there was a point there in intermediate there was a point there at uh at my intermediate where I was like, man, fuck this. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I was like, and then, but I think I was kind of saying it just to give my dad a little jab, you right. know what I mean? Just to give him a little, just to rev him up a little. Yeah, because you know he wouldn't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but eventually I got back into it, bro, and started playing again. It's, uh, and now it's probably the second time, second time where I've just been like, I don't want to play anymore. I think that, At the uh, moment? Yeah, bro. It's, yeah. it's been... It's been a tricky thing, me and basketball. It's been quite a, yeah, it's been quite hard for me to get a rhythm for the last few years. It's been, it's uh, the way that I refer it to with people. It's just kind of being in, in like a shitty relationship with your girlfriend. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, right, right. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I love her, but I don't want to. You know, I, all right, I'll go. back. I don't want to give up time yeah, with the boys. <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll go back for a minute. Oh, it's not really working out. I'll go back home to mum and dad's and then you know might go and stay the night now and then but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it bro. But it's yeah. been tricky like that for honestly like the last three or four years man like yeah but yeah, it's been tricky you're like 31 eh so you still got some good years left in you really yeah 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 um i kind of took all my focus away from it and started to try to find something else to focus on, but I've been quite struggling to find that next thing. Yeah, I kind of turned just turned it into helping people a little bit of coaching, you know, like whatever it is to involve the youth and stuff like that, where where I can help out. But the truth is, I still miss it, man. I still watch my boys on TV, and I go, should be there. I shouldn't have gave them my spot, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that they took my spot without even having really to earn it. Yeah, some of these young boys now, and I'm like. Yeah, I should go get that back. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, the NBL's got an okay to go ahead, eh? So mm, mm. you dusting off the boots or? Nah, nah. My friend entered me into the draft. Yeah, yeah. But I was quite, I was quite vocal on not wanting to play. 
it's it's five weeks of three basketball games a week and and I work full time and I and I got school drop offs and pickups and then that would be three games plus trainings and stuff like that. Yeah. And the truth is I'm just getting too old to be out there running around for no money and putting my body on the line like that, you know, right, like right. it's it's a big commitment to being a basketball team, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about um I guess when the things calm down a bit, like overseas stuff, I, I saw that you played a little bit in Germany and that as well. That that would have been decent. Man, that was my first year away. I didn't um I didn't go to college per se because a lot of these kids would go straight from high school and then get their grades right and then go to college. I would not even and then get their grades right. Their grades were good enough to get into colleges, you yeah. know. And mine never were. I just never liked school, bro. <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah. I was exactly the same. I never liked school, so I went straight pro. Yeah, at like twenty twenty one, I went yeah. straight to Germany, and uh, it's one of the best experiences of my life, bro. Yeah. And it and it let me skip out the university side of things and go straight to just professional basketball. Yeah, uh, we ended up coming second that year, which is big, which yeah. is big in those competitions because the top two get moved up, right, right, and the and the bottom two get relegated down. So it's like, yeah, man. Um, I went back the next year, but my son was being born. Yeah. And that's when I got picked up by the Breakers. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you were back. When yeah. I came back in between seasons. Yeah. And then I yeah, and then I went back and just hooped with the Breakers for those two seasons, for the two first seasons. Yeah. But I got cut by the Breakers, actually. They Why, cut me You for guys won second. this. Uh, but yeah, what happened? I wasn't well liked over there. I think I was a little bit of a uh, a nuisance in, in, in ways. But I also just think they didn't like me. They right. didn't like the way that I carried myself and didn't like the way that I that I what I am. Yeah. I keep saying was, but it's not true. It's the way that I am. I was just right. I've always been like that and I think I felt a little bit singled out by some of the coaching staff and, you know, some of the some of the management over there right. just for just for things that I did, like wore my wore my pants down, like sag my pants and right, right. You trademark. Know, yeah. And talk shit, bro. And yeah. you know, like <laughs> they were getting mad at me for going out, but I'm like, everybody's going out. Yeah. Which but is probably I, a little bit more vocal scene or something like that. I was I, I chose some bad times to go out for sure. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. I chose some bad nights, some silly nights to go out, and I definitely didn't help my case. But I think that at the same time, nothing really would have helped my case unless right. I started sucking some serious dick. <laughs> 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 Am I allowed to talk like this, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yourself, man, 100%. Yeah, be you. real, was it like mother and the boys? Yeah, <laughs> real deal, <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, true. So that, that's probably like a big part of being put off from basketball as well, some of the political side of things. No, nah, that's probably the majority of So it, the game bro. itself, you love it, eh? But it's I just love that it. stuff, yeah. I love it. But I think I started to feel a little bit, I felt a little bit betrayed by friends. Right. I think that it was, but I think looking back, they weren't even my friends, they were just my colleagues. But I think that that was where my naivety came in and actually thought they were my friends. Yeah. And yeah, like there was parts like that. And then there was also like not getting picked for certain teams or not getting certain minutes here and there. And I'm, and the more I look back, the more I go, man, I think they was really just not fucking with me rather than I couldn't play. Right. Yeah, they'd yeah, make yeah. up, they'd make up things like they couldn't trust me. But the truth is, is I was always on point on that court. Like no one can tell me that I didn't know what I was doing out there and yeah. nothing ever off court for me reflected upon the way I was playing. Right. and i just think that they gave me a bit of a rough deal and and w that's why i got out because i know that 
me personally, it sounds about self-absorbed, but like I know what I bring to a basketball team yeah, and yeah. it's not just basketball. It's me when I get in the room and make sure all my boys are smiling and make sure everybody's ready to go. Yeah. I Even in the warm-ups and stuff like that, I'm just I'm nagging people, just getting them, just raising the bar, just right, a little right, bit right. and a little bit and a little bit. And I know I'm doing that. Yeah. And I think that something in me was selfish and went, fuck you guys, I, I'm taking myself out of this. So you don't get what I bring anymore. You yeah. know, you're going to miss me when I go on, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's how I felt, bro. Yeah. And it's true. They do. Yeah. But it was at my sacrifice. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some guys like that, that, um, like yourself, that you see in different sports, they keep bringing them back. Mm. And you're like, why is that? It's like, they bring that certain aura. Yeah. Certain energy. But yeah. like people on the side, they're like, I don't know what they, mm. what that is, you know? Mm. But they, yeah, maybe the way they talk to people to practice and turn up and get along with the guys. Some people are just winners, bro. Yeah, yeah, like they have. It's, mm. You can't see it from watching the game, nah. but they like you know they mm. bring something special like that. Every team I've been in has always done something. You yeah. know, being a worrying about team, like a team that you're worried about coming to their home and they're coming to yours, and you know we're on the way. Like it's a psychological right, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I got what you say. And yeah. I'm not saying that I was out there dropping 30 points a game or anything like that. Yeah. I just, I just was putting myself in the positions that the team needed for us to be successful. It wasn't like every team. Well, low key, most seasons I played in was successful, but I'm not saying like I was a starter in all those teams. But I was definitely a big part of them. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I remember even when I uh, played, like, you didn't talk a lot, but mm. you guys won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Man, to, it, yeah. There's like, more to it than... Bro, if we really go back, we could go back to, like, under 15s, under 16s, and then we're winning championships my whole career, bro. Then after... Uh, and then, yep, like you said, we won one in school. Yeah. And that was with a team full of underdogs as well. Like, yeah. you know. And then... uh after that was that the last time you guys won haven't they yeah they probably weren't winning one for a while now bro it's i don't think they're even in the prems now no nah, uh, really no nah. yeah it makes sense it's all moved over to the shore now all the shore yeah. teams Bring are, and that, eh? all that bro like because i've been there money yeah. it's a rich man's sport really bro yeah because uh i've been there a couple of months now and i've been looking around the school and i'm like there's talent here, man. It's all timber, eh? I don't know. I don't know I've who they are yet, them, bro. Yeah, because there's been a history, man. Like with you and some of the guys before, you know they've yep, they've, yep. they've done well, but I don't know what's happening. I'm just trying to figure it out because I'm only new. The 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 what's the word I'm looking for? The tradition of basketball in Avondale is gone. You know, like yeah, that, to, I was empty. When, it yeah. used to be thick, bro. It used yeah. to be all the hood boys, all the hood cats from Avondale would all play a little bit of basketball on the side, you know? They'll be up to their G-shit, but yeah. at the same time... Yeah, that's, what's that. that's how I learned how to yeah, play. Yeah, I didn't learn real, yeah, I learned... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that would kind of reflect into guys that would be really good at basketball, and then the guys would be just street ballers, and then, like, you know, like, people would learn, and there was yeah. Westies that was coming to Avondale, guys like Tyron Davey, I know you remember yeah, that, Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, and uh, Morgan London, he was there. I know Morgan, yeah, yeah, Khan, yeah. Khan yeah. Lepriva Shepard. Yeah, I played league with Lee yeah. Khan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, like... All those dudes were legit basketball players that could have done more after after school. Yeah. So it was, and we were just fortunate enough to have them. Back in those days, there was nothing set up for after school. Yeah. Uh, so when you were done with high school basketball, or even if you dropped out, there was no more basketball to catch you if you fell. You know, right, like right. And then, yeah, man, it was just it was just a different breed back then. It was a uh, a lot of Michael Jordan fans, I think. Yeah. Those guys are the era that Michael Jordan was 
the shit when they were like six or seven, eight or nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan just made people play basketball, and it was a big era of rap and basketball. Yeah, 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 bro. <laughs> Porter's Park, Town. Yeah, man. Wherever you could. It's like from your. It's Grayland, like it's, Grayland. it's like from my age is like the youngest. Like I'm probably I'm probably a bit young. Like but 32, 33, yeah. like 33, 34, They're the they're that generation in Auckland where everybody wanted to be like Mike and everybody yeah. wanted to rap, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and they're all, like, that's the Lindsay Tates in that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so what you were saying, like, I don't, I don't see it or feel it yet. I mean, I've only been a little bit around, and that was, like, partly why I wanted to catch up with you, mm. but that's cool. And then with with the college boy, you, you, the grades, you didn't even want to try the grades and all that stuff? Bro, I didn't even finish school, man. After, <laughs> after, after Nationals 7 form, yeah. I just stopped going. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I so just, just literally I there still for- owe Evandale money, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for real, bro. I just it wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. for me. But if you were you naughty t- or you just sort of sleeping at the back? I was sleeping at the back, bro. Yeah, so like, you went naughty, you just yeah. Nah, I was just I was, I was training, more of a charmer, lunch bro. Time. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'd come in and just swag out the teacher and then go and sit down, you know, and she'd say something or he'd say something else and I'd make them laugh and then I'd, you know, yeah. take my ass to lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good time and then uh you played the Bit in uh, Aussie as well, Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah, yeah. Jumped yeah. around in New Zealand. There was that just because of the political thing. Was it? Was there ever like a thing where you felt at home, like a team or coach? I and think that Adelaide was the team that, All I, right, yeah, that yeah. I really felt at home. Yeah, because of the coach there, it was a African American dude named Joey Wright. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know Joey. Right? Yeah, yeah, bro. And, I mean, um, I've seen, seen him. him yeah, yeah. yeah, and um, he just really like appealed to how I wanted to, how I felt, and how I wanted to play. You yeah, know? and uh. Yeah, it was my favorite team. I love the city as well. Small city, kind of the same as Auckland, but like not as, not as uh, coastal. But it was yeah, I really liked it there, man. And the basketball was fun. But I ruptured my Achilles there on oh, on my second season. So and I was playing against the Breakers, bro. I was. Oh was, damn! Yeah, it was Mika, Corey, all the. Oh boys yeah, guys. yeah. Was, yeah. Was, so you pretty fired up for that? I was, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I dyed myself a blonde mohawk the night before. <laughs> before before cats was dying their hair yeah, blonde yeah, and yeah. stuff, bro. So like, <laughs> I dyed my hair blonde the night before, and then uh. Yeah, I just, it was like a hedge. Someone set a screen and I went to play some defense on it and I turned around and the crowd was going crazy by then. And honestly, it was my best game of the season so far. And I was just getting better because when that stuff, you have to just slowly crack away at it, you know? Yeah. So I was starting to get better. It's turning to like starting to almost look like I deserved the starting spot. And then I turned around and I ran and I just fell. But it, the crowd was so loud at the time. People say you hear it or you feel it. I just fell. And I grabbed my leg and I tried to like move my toes up and down and there was nothing, bro. And oh, I was like, no. and you, and also you see a lot of people freak out and I was kind of just like, man, I already know my shit's fucked up. And oh. then I didn't freak out. I just said, come get me, come get me. And then they carried me out. And then once I'm walking down the tunnel, I'm like, let me, hold up, hold up, let me see. And I put my foot on my ground, on the ground and it felt like my whole heel was like going through the floor. Like Dude. it was such a weird sensation. And then, yeah, they told me that, they told me that my... Achilles was done by the yeah. end of that, and uh, haven't been back since. To be honest, not like probably just like little pickup games here. And well, there, I played. I played in the like you said in the um, New Zealand NBL for a few years. But yeah. after I did the Achilles that year, I've never really worked myself way back into that level of right, right, basketball. Right. You haven't worked as hard as you did back then, type nah. of thing. Well, it was kind of like I was just in shape, and then, and it was just all momentum, you know. Once yeah. it stopped, I went chose to choose my bad bad habits and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah which is 
you know, all the stuff that hood cats do, bro. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, man, it just caught up. It just yeah. caught up. How's, um like, making a living, like, balling in like, New Zealand and that? Um, Easy, yeah. bro. Yeah, man. It's like, pretty good? Uh, well, you have to be good. Yeah, you yeah. Know, there's kids out here where I'd be like, yo, I think it's time we hang them up, you know? Like, you play basketball good, but it's it's not what these, right, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not going to make any real money off yeah, it. Yeah, find something else. A lot of kids need to hear that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But then the other ones that don't, they can really make a proper a proper grip, bro. Like, um, you'll start off just to put everyone's business out there. Uh, ju- you'll start off on <laughs> like as a youngin, yeah, like yeah. your first like your first contract out of school, nineteen type of thing. And then then the Aussie teams will chuck you something. It'll probably be from about sixty to eighty buck, eighty grand. Oh, that's alright. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And then that'll and maybe less. Sorry, like fifty. 50 like to 70 grand yeah. ish you know yeah. and that's still good for a kid yeah, man, yeah, it yeah. just feels like when you're there you're not getting paid shit because everybody else right, is getting a right. lot more but if you get like the normal job and yeah. all that yeah, yeah. Like, Bro, you're like, balling yeah you're balling <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, but a lot of the guys have a New Zealand league contract as well so it'll go they'll get their money from an Australian league but then they'll come back and get probably like like yeah. 15 to 30k yeah yeah you know during you're playing all year round eh? oh bro you're making some decent cash playing the game you're yeah. loving that yeah and, bro yeah. yeah what about um with your son like how are you sort of doing what you, your dad did with you or that different or the exact opposite bro yeah yeah, yeah like i'm just like <laughs> do what you want bro what yeah are you, what are you good at let's yeah. read a book bro you know yeah. like yeah is your homework done yeah for me it was it probably wasn't those questions it was like Go outside and play, you know? But yeah. <laughs> for my son, it's like, all right, get off that PlayStation. Let's go get some shots up. He wants to play, so we'll go to the gym and work out and, you know, do some fundamental stuff. But, yeah, I'm I'm just focused on making a happy young man rather than a little basketball player, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, bro. Was he, like, um, bam, like, you fire, like, hard out? Or was sort of just, like, let's go outside? Pretty relaxed about it my son i know your father oh yeah. he was you. like he me and him clashed back when i was young all oh, right because yeah. i didn't want to hear it bro i didn't yeah. i was like let me do it dad you know i don't need your coaching yeah. like but i was wrong because yeah. now i look at the kids now and they're up in the gym and they're paying proper coaches 100 100 bucks an hour to give them the stuff that my dad was just doing for free, like just trying to yeah. teach me, you know? Yeah, 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 And I eventually learned it, but we clashed a few times about it. Along the way. Yeah, and now that I'm older, bro, like I'm, I'm, I'm playing basketball or I'll talk to a kid, I'll be like, come here. And I'll start telling him something and I'll be like, shit, that sounded like my dad right there. <laughs> it's exactly my dad's advice. That's yeah, not yeah. even my advice, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all facts. And the winning, like, is that innate thing or a tour thing? Like, you know, you're saying you're everywhere you've gone, you've... I think it's a sacrifice thing. Yeah. I think you have to actually sacrifice your abilities for everyone else to do well. I think that if I was out there just trying to play good all the time, just trying to just trying to get my numbers up, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, you know, if I was just focused on those that's when you find that you stop winning games as much. Yeah, yeah. Because you're worried about shit like that. But if I'm going, watching the game and I'm going, man, that guy's killing us. And I go, all right, 
he's not going to kill us for the rest of the game. And you take that upon yourself. Right, right. Those are the sacrifices that you make in just going to do things like like a box out. Like a box out is when I'm holding guy back and someone else gets the rebound, you know? And that's the stat that doesn't, that's not kept, you yeah, know? Yeah. I think that... It's not the highlight reel for the game. It's intangibles, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's the intangibles. It's about doing things that... We, what, if you're smart enough that you recognize and you're out there and you go and get it done like without anyone telling you I think that's 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 where you find guys that are champions so people people don't really want to give that up eh why would you bro it's money it's money because the better your scores up the better your stats are that's the more money you'll get yeah pretty much but w winning you know that helps all that as well eh exactly and yeah. and the more intelligent the the basketball people, the people watching are, are going to see the stuff that you're doing, you know? Yeah. And I, and it, and it's, and it gets quite a bit of praise, but it doesn't get as much praise, praise as the guy doing the dunk or shooting yeah. a three at all. It's it's like awareness, eh? As well. Like mm -hmm. being aware of what's happening in the game and like, oh, you need to, uh, you know, shut this guy down or yep, yep. pick up the boards or whatever it is. Oh, eh? my bro. But where'd you learn that? Is that like, because a lot of people talk to, not winners really, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, Tell us a little bit about that, like a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? Like, is that it from your father or your own thing? Or it's definitely a, my thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, nah, I'll tell you. I copied Mika Vakona and Dylan Boucher right. on how to win. Yeah, on how to win. Those boys knew how to win, and I was right below both of them. And Mika was a bit older than me, and Dil was a bit older than Mika, and I tried to pattern my my hustle and effort around what they did because we were all the same position as well. Yeah. And those guys are winners, champions, proven champions. Yeah. And the reason why is because they let everyone else do their job. The thing like the thing is if you've got a shooter and he's a little and he's a little bit temperamental in the sense of so if if a guy comes up and like intimidates him he's going to be off that whole night he's going to be stuck in his head and he's going to be missing yeah. but if that guy comes up and intimidates him and then I step in and I go get get the fuck out of here you know squash that straight away get this guy out of here that gives my shooter the the relaxation he needs to start uh, feeling a little bit better yeah, yeah. a lot of basketball is just feeling good bro like that's they wonder why away games are so hard the truth is, is because you're getting booed at the whole time. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you think that it shouldn't matter, but it really does, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, it's all psychological, G. Yeah. yeah. Do you do some reading on that stuff or you just sort of pick it up as you go along? Or? I think that I kind of just took my lessons as like everyone else did with a loss, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like we were winning all the time, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, man, it's just, it's, if, if you're smart, you don't, you only make this mistake once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're dumb, you keep making them the same mistake again and again and again and again. Yeah. And I think, like, in life, I've made the same mistakes a few times. Oh, we all do, yeah. yeah. But with basketball, I kind of picked it up real quick because I hate losing, bro. I'm a terrible loser. <laughs> terrible loser. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's 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 a tricky thing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're always going to lose. But if you keep move, if you keep going, that championship's on the way. Yeah. I Man, I love winning too because like everything like all my highlights I've said it before in other pod podcasts is highlights of growing up was like when I was winning things yeah and like hanging out with your buddies yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you know that's how it those are the highlights man it was like I don't, I don't know what people got into when they did, if they didn't play sports but um like now that I talk about it, I'm trying to more like coach and like help athletes go to the next level yeah, win yeah. um I don't know some of them look at me like a little bit crazy almost 
like a little bit obsessive. Mm. Um, have you seen that documentary Big? Um, it's got uh, Joe Weider. Nah, it's a good one. He's like he's the one who helped the weights. He created weights. Um, made gyms and that popular back oh, in really? the days. He helped discover like Arnold. Maybe uh, I have seen that. Yeah, Joe one Joe Weider. Yeah, yeah. uh, he's big on like nutrition training everything. Yeah, yeah. and like everyone was just like he's obsessive, but. I got a compliment on like my a couple of my real, uh, family members yep. said I was similar to him. Yep. I took it as a compliment. Fuck yeah. And uh, but yeah, when I try to bring in like things to certain teams or groups or whatever, like mm. I don't know, it doesn't get received a lot of the time. Is that similar with you as well? Nah, I think that the 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 problem is 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 having their trust. Right, right. You know, right. like because when if I walk in with a group of kids. I go, they have to listen to me. Where have I been and where have you been? You know, right, like yeah, it's, yeah. It, I think it's, it's also like, a, it's also like big dog stuff, but then it's like, respect me. You kind of have to, if you want to get better at basketball, who else are you going to listen to? Bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I almost demand that, bro. I don't, it's not like I'm saying that to them, Yeah. but I think, but I'd noticed a real good reception from them. They're all these kids, even, even young men, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's 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 a cool thing. It's a cool thing turning into an OG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, cool, man. Yeah. So coaching will be on the cards. Oh, you've done some already, but yeah, yeah, I've done some. I normally, uh, my area has been um, kids at risk, at risk, at risk kids. Is that what you're doing at the moment? Yeah, or? bro. So I'm doing right. some mentoring now. Yeah, but um, that's kind of the area where I've been trying to do it. Just because uh, I said it earlier that uh, basketball's such a rich man's sport, bro. Like, yeah, yeah it's for us back in the day like we got there because it was a lot more popular and people were organizing it and stuff like that yeah but these days it's like hard it's it's so much money bro yeah, it's yeah. and there's travel and there's it's it's well, just camps are expensive in that eh? yeah bro yeah, yeah yeah and like not not even that just paying for shoes bro playing yeah. signing up for a team is like 200 every time yeah, bro yeah. like there's always something they're always taking something and like if you go away to tall blacks or junior tall blacks or kurus or whatever new zealand rep team that you might have made they're trying to charge you about five grand bro yeah oh people are taking stuff off the top bro that's how it's always been like yeah. they're taking their cut for sure and and it and it cancels out a lot of players it cancels out like all of Southside. side <laughs> there's I mean? a lot of talent too bro yeah yeah and it's like and it's and it's unfair that's yeah. why i try to try to even it out and take my coaching and teach take my abilities over there well, in places where I know that these kids are not getting the right coaching, you know, like it's kind of basketball is a very hard sport to coach because you have to know what you're talking about yeah. and to know what you're talking about. You had to have did it, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's and there's things down to the most minute detail that that no one can teach you unless they know. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. Who are some of the like biggest mentors for you? Um, uh, heaps, bro. Uh, I think my dad was one. Yeah. Um, uh, Joey Wright in Adelaide right, was right. definitely one. I had a, uh, I think that uh, Dylan Boucher, he was he was one. Regardless of his intent, sometimes I think that he still helped me. Ultimately, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, um, yeah, and just my uncles and stuff. Cause like my dad, he was an American import here back in the day. Yeah, so I used to have my uncles, but they weren't really my uncles they were just the other imports and the other teams you know yeah, and yeah. we'd have a hoop outside and i'll just go out there and play them in horse play them on one-on-one like yeah. it would be regular it would be a regular day you know like <laughs> and and i think 
I think just that competitive nature and I'd have my uncles coming over and they're from all over America, black yeah. men. Yeah. And they're there playing dominoes, they're playing cards, they're just it's just a very competitive race like where it's like we're always just trying to anything. Man, it would be at a barbecue and like my uncles would like they'd start racing like they'd be talking about man I'll beat you in a race you know? <laughs> just talking like, smack yeah literally yeah. and then they'll be on the street racing <laughs> drunk you know like it was it was just a it was wasn't a hostile environment it was a yeah. very competitive environment yeah, 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 yeah. and the more you got teased the more you got the more they was coming at you the more you had to focus yeah, yeah. so it all it makes you better because over here as soon as you start talking to someone when you're playing you're putting them off their game yeah. even if you're being nice to them yeah. So if you're being nasty, the boy's gonna be shook as fuck, you know. <laughs> so yeah, tell us a little bit about growing up. Uh, you know, as a uh, was it African in New Zealand? Mm. How was that growing up? And, well, and leading into what's happening at the moment, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, facts is, is uh, Africans different than what I am. Oh, sorry, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't want that's to all right. Sorry, yeah. it's 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 a big um, education that we all need for all this stuff over here yeah. because um, my dad's from Bainbridge, Georgia. Yeah. And that's a black man, you know. That's yeah. that's not African. That's that's a a, a a former African that got brought over there, brought over to America, and lost his whole identity and turned into a position and turned into property, and then trickles down to me over here in New Zealand right now. And my mum's from England. My mum's a white lady from England, the north of England, and uh, they've both. I think they were both just bopping the world and met here. Right. decided to stay bro and yeah. yeah they posted up in Evandale and yeah made me bro <laughs> it's been a it's been a unique experience for sure yeah mm. is it just you just me bro all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then you'd have relatives uh in both of those yeah. countries yeah yeah you've been but over there here yeah i've never been over to england to visit my uh my mother's family yeah but i've been over when i was like 12 to v visit my father's we weren't we didn't have the most money when we were here because obviously yeah. immigrant parents like starting out yeah and like mum was always working like something so, some sort of hustle and then dad was playing basketball in the season and then he would find another hustle himself and in, in the off season and it was and it was just me trying to and it was them trying to manage me and raise a per, raise a human and didn't really have any people to really lean on either. You know, right, like right, because everyone's back home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was tough, man. A lot of immigrants, they're tough, eh? Yeah. They got a certain type of hustle, yeah. certain type of mindset, eh? Yeah, bro. So you picked up a lot of that sort of... I picked up... <sighs> I picked up a Does lot it? of stuff from yeah. all my American uncles. Yeah. Like I've, like I said, bro, they would come over and just school me, man. I would go over and stay the night at some of them, like some of my favorite ones, and like guys from Louisiana, guys from New York, guys from uh, all over Tennessee, Mississippi, you know, yeah, yeah. that I consider my uncles, LA, yeah. you know, but they're not my uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about a little bit about. Uh, happening in America and New Zealand all over the world has it yeah oh, bro, I, 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 I've been I've been so angry bro yeah I've yeah. been so I've, I think the anger is more frustration because it comes from feeling powerless G. Yeah. you know like watching George Floyd was was very very sad bro it was very sad but I think more anything it was like it's like a stab to your to your if you if you if you feel like I do, if you're if you're a black man, you know, like it's a stab to like it's like a bully spitting in your face and going, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" You right, know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. That's what it really feels like, and yeah. it's like, 
and you really can't do anything either. Yeah. That's why you see all that anger and just looting and rioting and stealing and stuff like that. Like, cause that's all just pound, like wound up aggression and frustration. You feel so powerless, bro. Yeah. And the truth is, is they are. Yeah. The truth is, is they are. I tell my American friends all the time that when I talk to them, I'm like, bro, come over here, man. Like, I would move if I was you. Like, get the hell out of there. Yeah. But they're so stuck in their American bubble over there that they don't see that it's. It, we're in the best country in the world over here. It is they? Yeah, bro. I had actually. Um, I went to the Black Lives Matter. Uh, I went to the Black Lives Matter. Two of them now. I went to the first one in Auckland, not the one that just recently happened, but I went to the first one, and then I went to the Hamilton one. After the first one in Auckland, I felt a little bit uh, underrepresented. I went and I was like, okay, I see some Maoris up there, some Samoans up there. I saw an American lady up there, and I saw. I saw some Africans up there, but I didn't see anyone from the African-American community from New Zealand, you know? And I yeah. think that, and I think that if anyone deserved a phone call was us, you know? Yeah. And, but um, to in, in defense of the people that made it, like I actually got in, I actually got in t contact with them and I told them that. And then I think they kind of went, oh yeah, like we rushed it a little. So, so like that's, and then they brought it back and they did another one the last Sunday and that's when I think they tried to include everyone. Right, right. But I went to the Hamilton one and I actually spoke, bro. I spoke really? in front of him and I just, I, it was it was something that I really felt like I had to do, man. Like it was just eating me up. I don't think I've really done anything. It's not like I've accomplished anything, but I think I just really needed that off my chest. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah, man, I felt good after that. I think we can't just keep marching either. Like these marches and these um, someone speaking and these talkers and there has to be more there has yeah. to be more there has to be a step after that because if you're just going to be marching all the time like people are going to watch that's about it yeah yeah you know like there's not going to be any real change yeah yeah so i think that i'm kind of a dude that's about action rather than just keep this talking shit all the time <laughs> yeah 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 bro what do, what do you think of the, some of the things next steps moving forward ideally would be uh, I think for America, it's going to be real difficult. I think it's real difficult for them because it's just ingrained in the whole DNA of right. everyone over there. Yeah, yeah. Even the even the blacks over there, I don't think they understand how much they're used to it and their condition right, for yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. it's 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 almost accepted. Like they're mad about it, but shit's been happening for four hundred years, bro. Like yeah. it's not it's not like that. I think it's it's like a it's like a tantrum. You know, like just having a little tantrum and they'll cool down. But I hope it's not. Yeah. But it's just from seeing it from years and years from afar and just seeing like it, it's just, it's the same thing that happens over there. For New Zealand though, I think that we've got more hope, I think, because we're in such a progressive country that we can actually start to try to make a change. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not saying like, let's, we can go outside and hold some signs up and people are going to, start changing their racist ways but i think that i think that the conversation needs to open up a lot more i think education needs to on the subject needs to open up a lot more yeah i think that uh i think that arabs and blacks get it the worst and possibly um indians and chinese yeah i think that the other races here don't realize it right right, right you know because yeah, yeah. my whole life bro i've almost been taking their salmon in ways but i'm not you know, and I think that I've kind of got a pass 
from Samoans and Maldives and even white people in ways, you know, like I, I, just because of who I've been and I've been real good at basketball. So I've been around, I've been able to move around circles and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's never really been about me. I'm just that type of guy, bro. Like it's never really been about how easy my life's been. Yeah. It's been about how I see shitting on other people, you know? So what do we have to do? Heaps of ideas. Heaps of ideas. I kind of think that we should just name and shame these people that are hurting people. Right, right, right. right. Like, call I want, out. I want to have a place where you can go. I want to have a place where you can go and call them up. I, I was thinking like an Instagram page just so it's free. But I, <laughs> I want to have some sort of like union you can run to and be like, because I was talking to some Africans on the weekend. They tell me tremendous, like horrendous stories about racist shit that's happened to them you know and i want to be i want to have a place where you can go and be like yo this happened at my work and blah 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 blah. is it like and then there's going to be like levels of severity to things but if it's like a bad one i think that we should find out what happened who did it and that person that did it let's blow them up online you know embarrass them their families will be ashamed of them public shaming sort of thing i think that's i think that's the most harmless way to do it yeah you know like and i think that'll get i think that'll get results especially if you've got a like a place to go to for all kinds of races you know like if you're you're suffering from racism let's have someone that knows that it's intelligent and knows their stuff knows knows laws and rights and stuff like that and 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 just find this person like i don't we don't have to go and take them to court or anything we just have to be like that's not okay we need yeah. someone to just go smack their wrist sometimes. Right, right. And I don't think that happens enough. I think it kind of gets blown over as like, oh, they're, you know, they're an asshole, but let's keep going. No you one know? wants to step on any toes. Zero accountability, like bro. Yeah. Zero. So just accountability, really, eh? Well, imagine how embarrassed Kiwis would be. Kiwis, like a right, white person in, in New Zealand, like say they're being super racist, some old, old man. I, okay, I'll tell you a story that I heard, yeah? There was this black girl and she was, um, she's she's from like, Man, I don't wanna, I don't wanna mess it up. But she's like Zimbabwe <laughs> or something, or Congo or something. Yeah. Dark skin girl, African, and she's a nurse. And she was telling me that one time one of her one of her patients was just like, nah, no black. Like I don't want this girl being my nurse because she's black. She's African. I don't want her. You know, blah blah blah. And I think that if she had somewhere to call and be like man this is messed up bro it's messed me up for weeks like you have to understand this stuff hurts you yeah, know? yeah you yeah. know bro you don't like, just walk away and yeah, 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 yeah. this stuff hurts yeah. so you're like man this old racist bastard you know like you should have some expected to just be quiet and get on with your job and that's what exactly what happened yeah. that's the real story yeah. but i want the story to go to she went she came to whatever the name is yeah and told them and we exposed this old man for his hate yeah you know yeah. But that's just me. That's that's my action rather than going to keep talking about it. You yeah. Know? I think it was in the Gangs in New York where they would, um, I think it was Scarlet, I can't remember, but people who did bad things. So then when they saw them around, yeah, they like knew. A, yeah, like a cut on their face or it's something. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. They yeah. knew they had done something bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't remember exactly, but. That's what they do to snitches in prison, bro. They right. get a big blade and they sketch them down their face. So they sort of know. Mm. So, so, sort of similar sort of thing, eh? Yeah, bro. Without the scars. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, it's the, yeah, it's the thing. And yeah. I think that, I think that that's the first step. And I think that education is the second. I think that a lot of people in New Zealand are just good people, yeah. but also scared to say something racist by accident, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> well, 
I've never experienced like anything bad. Any more like white privilege stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But nothing like you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're saying, you have to be, you know, uh, yeah. black to to experience it. You know, yeah, but you know, you have the typical uh, white man like white privilege thing at the yeah. shops and yeah, yeah, cars, yeah. and exactly. but they don't even know like. They expect you to just yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, just stop I or move that, or get bro. it. Yeah, so that's probably the, the extent that I've experienced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing like horrible. Like some well, of neither have I, really. So that, that's probably the you know the normal ones that I experienced, personally. Yeah. yeah but nothing yeah. like that. And that's why I didn't really say much because I was like, I don't feel, you know. Super shitted on any. Yeah, 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 yeah. To say something like that. Yeah. Uh, to say anything, sorry. Yeah, bro. But yeah, that's yeah no it's 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 a touchy subject too yeah right? yeah and it's, and it's real tough it's real tough for white people it's real tough because it's like i don't want to step on anyone's toes you know yeah. like it's but that's where i say educate educate because they need to know and yeah. it's and if they don't want to know that tells us something about them and then because well i heard a cool thing like it was like i was talking to my man from london last night and he was like he had the group of white folks in there and they asked them a question. I'm trying to remember the question off the top of my head, but it was like, it was like, do you think, would would you like to be a black person in London? And it was like, oh, do you see, and then it was like, the answer was like, no, because, and then it's like, or do you think that black people get treated a little worse than white people? And then they were kind of like, yeah, they do. And then it was like calling them out right after that. It was like, it was like, okay, so you've admitted that you're aware that there's right privilege here. Right, right. Like you've admitted that some you're, sort of subconscious. Yeah, you're you've admitted that you're that you've acknowledged that this is really going on. So, no longer is it okay to be not racist and quiet. Yeah, yeah. If you're if 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 you're okay with people getting shitted on, and you're just in your bubble over there. You're as bad as the racist these days. Mm. And that's where a big changes came in, man. Like I think that everybody's got friends that are white and stuff like that, but and that makes them not racist, but the fact that when all the stuff's going on they just go quiet, it's it's kinda like we need you now. Like this right, is the time right, when yeah, it's yeah. time to stand up and and yeah. really go in on some proper Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It's I heard someone say I thought it was a good point, like um it has to be the white people at the top that do it you know like like that uh because they're the ones sort of pulling the strings yeah 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 so yeah. if they're sort of making the move yeah but i don't know if that's true but it's sort of oh yeah maybe i don't know but yeah, i don't know i think that the ones but that sort of stood out when i when well, i heard that the thing about the ones at the top is it's like they'll lose money they'll lose they'll lose power yeah. they'll lose things that white man doesn't lose that yeah. ever you yeah, know yeah. I th for me personally it's about educating these kiddies because we probably won't be able to change how it is right now yeah for the next 20 10 20 years but once once i'm 40 you're damn near 50 in 10 years and it's like what about our kids they can have some knowledge that we have passed down to them to try to to try to uh, alleviate this stuff like to get rid of it bro yeah. and it's like the guys at the top, they will never change, bro. Right, you know? right. The older we get, the less we change, you know? Yeah, yeah. We we'll get more stuck in right, our ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think it's about just teaching these young ones and teaching people our age because that's the, that's, we're the new, we're the new adults Generation now. Generation sort yeah. of thing, yeah, and it's I like, And it's, and it's, 
it's about educating. It's about educating. And I've always seen so the next crop, uh, a better crop type of thing. School needs, to, and then I think school needs to be a little bit more mixed, segregated. I think low, low decile areas need to be brought up, and I don't know, or just yeah, it needs to because it's so segregated here. Even though you don't really notice it, but yeah. like you drive through Herm, Herm Bay, and then you drive through Peppercora, and there's a real ass difference. Yeah, bro, yeah. Bro. you know what I mean. Yeah. What What do you do for fun, man? What do you do? Kick back. Uh, Any hobbies? Uh, hang with friends. Yeah. Rap a little bit. All right. Yeah. 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 A tiny bit, bro. Yeah. Like, it would be cool to have the setup like you, man, so I could kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Start putting some real raps down, but uh, yeah, just hang with friends, drink a beer, bro. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I like to go on road trips and stuff like that. Who's Who's that kid that come out of Avondale? I think it's some kid. Um, Mellow Downs. He's a mean rapper. Um, the ones with the dreads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Down. I heard him at a spoken word or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, that guy, that kid's good. And then, like, I seen him in the paper years later. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Bro, he's the man, man. Yeah. He, he was a few years under me. Yeah, he was he a young used, cat. Yeah, he yeah, used yeah. to play basketball yeah. as well. But uh, And I remember seeing him, I seen him walking around a couple of times just around the area, you know? Oh, that's bro, cool. he's yeah. around. He, yeah, he's, yeah, 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 He's yeah. definitely in the hood, and he's yeah. on the west side, too. Yeah. Man, it's just been real. But it was cool to see him at that spoken word, and then a few bro. years later, like yeah, see him yeah. in the paper. It was he's, cool. He's he's cracked up, bro, and he's a true professional too. Like, it's it's I've watched him grow through the years. Yeah, you know, because I remember, like, obviously from school, and then he was in this little group after school, and now he's like blossomed to a proper artist now. Like, and and he's not an idiot. He's yeah. actually got his head on his shoulders quite well, and he's doing the right things. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna do well. That boy, he's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna flourish. Yeah, yeah, bro. So rapping, uh, you you put any songs there, or more just bit of fun with the boys after a few drinks? Yeah, that? yeah bro. Done yeah, that. yeah. Put a couple songs together. All right, yeah, couple, yeah. Couple heartbreak songs, bro. <laughs> 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 but nothing, nothing worth putting out there. Yeah, I think I've got. I've written one poem, like spoken word thing, yeah. and it's a heartbreak one as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. That heartbreak will get the. Get you flowing some lyrics, bro. Yeah, I, re- I read it like 15 minutes too. Yeah, yeah. And then like I tried to write something again later. I just couldn't do it. Nah. But yeah, like in that moment, yeah. it just came out really easily. Well, a couple of the boys, because uh, I've been chilling with the bro Tom Scott a lot. He's right. um he's a rapper from Avondale too. Yeah. And he's probably my favorite rapper. Yeah. In, of, like, in New Zealand history, like probably my favorite. And uh, he reckons that when you're going through shit, like when it's, when it's, you know, when it's wifey problems or yeah. whatever, <laughs> he reckons that pen just does it, handles itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. It's yeah. Boy. I'm not like a uh, music like genius, man, but I yeah. see like sometimes they do like put out some mad stuff. Yeah. And then like they just force stuff out. I'm like, man, just go live for a bit. Yeah. And you know, a couple of years, and then write something again. Like you know, yeah, travel. Like see, you know, I don't know. But that's what I sort of see in some musicians. Yep. Instead yep. of just like forcing something out, we haven't. Like grew, grown your perspective. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Because yeah, those first two or three albums are usually really good because that's like their whole life. Yeah, yeah. But then like from then it's sort of all what do you down. Rap about after it's that? all down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got to go like do something for a couple of years and then. That's uh, a great point. Well, bro. that's what I reckon anyway. Yeah, that's a great point. I think I think you're right. The first uh, the first couple albums is definitely Always, just easier yeah. because you just have to write a biography pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. And then. Um, yeah, I think the growth comes with it. The bro that I was just talking about, Tom Scott, he kind of does it as a job. Like, so he wakes up in the morning, feeds his kids, you know, kisses his wife and goes out to the garage like a nine to five. 
Like, right, right. Bro, like he's out there yeah. writing, writing, writing. We, we're supposed to go play basketball, and he's like, man, I'm on fire right now, bro. I can't, uh, like, give me yeah. an hour, you know? Yeah. And, and I just, I, I admire it because it's the epitome of, working for for what you do you know like i it's not one of those jobs where where i have like where i wake up in the morning i go damn i gotta get to work work starting and like and i gotta get up and go because people say i have to be there this one's like it's all it's all self-motivated so you have to jump up and be like it might be hard sitting my i hate english class bro (laughs) it feels like english class one of my one of my friends had me in there writing i was like man this is like english class bro no wonder i don't do good at this all right shit. yeah you know yeah. I mean? yeah and i think that uh, yours was more like inspiration or something like yeah, that yeah bro not think, like just nah yeah. not not just like a sheet of just words yeah and yeah. it's deep deep thoughts as well yeah. yeah i read this book it's called the um the war of art it's about writing yeah and uh i highly recommend it too it's like about um turning pro he calls it and he talks about the amateur uh, sort of writes when they want to write and stuff. And then turning yeah. pros when you, like your buddy, you turn up to work, like yeah. whether you're sick or, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you turn up and you just write no matter what. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you write or as long as you write. And I sort of try to apply that to like my own stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just turn up, you're, you're, I'm a pro. I'm not, I'm, you know, that's yeah, over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can apply it to whatever you're into. Yeah, bro. Uh, my bro, he, he does it in like a, oh, cause we, we train basketball and we talk rep all the time. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta go up there and get your reps up. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just reps. It's just repetition. Doesn't matter if it's good or not. You just yeah. get it in. Yeah. 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 Um, who is your favorite rapper? Shit. Um, favorite rapper right now. Hmm. We'll just go all time. eh? we'll go all time and I'll say. It's a tough question, bro. Yeah, yeah. I I think all time would be Jay Z. Uh, Jay Z is my favorite too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just for straight quality of yeah. what he's given us throughout these last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of his YouTube videos yeah. and like um, the way he puts his songs together and that man, Doesn't even genius. Write, bro. Yeah, Doesn't yeah, even yeah. Right, just here's a song and he makes an ugly face and then he's just yeah he's got a full rap in his head in like 20 minutes yeah it's cool to uh, yeah the youtube video is good inside yeah, to his, um, his writing um before we get into our final few questions just talk about yeah representing new zealand basketball man how was that like you so you played like age group and all that sort of stuff and then the big stage world champs and that yeah bro well i didn't make it when i was younger I oh didn't, you didn't no nah, bro oh, i thought I, you I, played through i i made it when i got like when i'm talking younger i mean like 16 yeah. Six, like back in the Kuru days and I kind of Who did they pick a, instead of you? Oh bro <laughs> Don't even ask I remember because you were like young as you know They picked Brandon Brickhouse Oh right 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 yeah. But usually you would pick two bigs wouldn't you? Well yeah it was You know what I mean? But like, that's when we go back to just it was just a bit messed up back Right then. true There's been a few times where I haven't made a team You'd be and like so, you know yeah, yeah, yeah and I felt a little and But I never thought about it at the time but looking back the older I am now I look back and go man they just cheated me out right, of that right, shit yeah, It's yeah. happened a couple times now True But um as for playing for New Zealand, man, yeah. I think that there's no prouder moment other than being a father, bro. Like, like I remember the team that I made was that year that we were, when we were talking about how we won nationals that year yeah, with yeah. Avondale. And then that year, there was a secondary schools team back in the tournaments where we'd go the best players from the whole tournament. And then there was a tournament team, but then there was a secondary schools team. And the best players from the tournament would be in the secondary schools team and they would challenge Australia. They would go over there and would play Australia's secondary schools team. And uh, it was cool, man. Their first game was in Tauranga. And then 
I remember, like, I didn't start, which I should have. I didn't, and then I got out there, and it was a dead ball. So I subbed in, and I looked down at my jersey, and it was upside down, but it just said New Zealand across my jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is what it's about. Bro. You know? I was yeah, like, yeah. this is it, bro. Yeah. Like, we're here with New Zealand on our yeah, shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is real. Yeah. And then moving forward, bro, like, I've been to two world champs. Yeah, yeah. World champs is very eye-opening, bro. Let's you know, like, the margin of, of athletes isn't that big. Like, we're actually quite, it's actually quite easy to be, not easy, sorry, but it's not impossible to be up there with the big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, And it's it's just so, it's it's a proud thing. It's a pride thing. You only understand if you've put it on as well, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, Because you have to work your ass off to get that jersey. Yeah. I I, I played uh, New Zealand 16's uh, league. Nice. In schoolboys. Yep. And the first time I cried, man, like. It's deep, eh? Yeah, like in the shit. No, I, we weren't even on the field. Yeah, yeah, I cried. Yeah. And then, um. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was weird. It, waxy, it was bro. like uncontrollable. No, nah, you know the feeling there. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's real, bro, and yeah. and it's your country. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, I'm getting chills right now, bro. It's like, it's 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 unexplainable. It's unexplainable. Yeah, yeah. And then imagine like doing your the hucker on like a world stage, bro. We've played against USA team and stuff like yeah. that. You know, like flip, man. Yeah, I wish I got to the big side. I only did the 16s and oh, schoolboys, but yeah, I was still proud. Yeah, 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 yeah bro. Yeah, like yeah. it's still your country. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that no, was cool. Sweet man. Um, coming down to find a few questions. Uh, favorite book? I don't know. I'm a bit nervous about that. Or <laughs> something you read. <laughs> judging by what you said about school man i didn't read it i haven't <laughs> honestly i haven't read a full book in my entire life bro yeah uh i started one that was pretty cool though i started uh, what was highly recommended it was called the um alchemist right 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 right. yeah bro i was getting quite into that i just it's still sitting there and i haven't like finished it but yeah yeah man i, I was definitely gearing up to 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 hear the end of that <laughs> <laughs> you should read it man i, 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 I read, read that it? book too yeah, yeah yeah it'll probably help you on your uh, where you're at man that's what because it's says, about that yeah, it's no. about uh what you're going through now yeah, so bro, I, I, think it, to, I got it actually I, I look at it every day as well i should pick it up it's pretty much exactly what you're sort of doing like through at the moment you really know? yeah yeah yeah, yeah you should check it out um, yeah, uh greatest lesson your mom and dad taught you yeah, since since you since you asked that one, I was kind of like, man, what did they give me? I think <laughs> it, it was so many, it yeah. was so many. But I think the best one was just to pay it forward, just help people, help people. We're so blessed. Yeah, you know, life's good. So help people where it's not as good. Yeah, simple as that, bro. Nice. Yeah. Uh, favorite quote or saying? Some sort of a line, line yeah, or yeah. mantra. Okay. Um, all money ain't good money. Yeah. I remember one of my uncles told me that one day, and he was right. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. And last one is just your definition of success. Family. Your family have been around you, and nobody's and nobody needs nothing. You know, I'm, I'm not the I'm not the mansion type. I'm not the I'm not the one that's just chasing cash all the time. But I think that if your family's good, and you do need money for that, but I think that if if you've i just want grandkids you know i want i want i want grandkids and i want my kids i want to i want a full-on crew you know because obviously with me not having any family growing up i didn't i only had my mom, mother and my father and my son's my first person that i've that's ever been my blood that 
I can relate to, you know what I mean? Like, that I yeah. grew up with. Like, right, yeah. So there's only been four, like, the four of us my whole life. So I think my definition of success is to make a few more babies, bro. <laughs> 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 a few more poems. <laughs> <laughs> Some heartbreak songs, bro. <laughs> nah, it's cool, man, because every day, like, after work, I uh, I pick up my daughter, and it's like my highlight of the day. You know, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't that. even get it, right? Yeah, they're yeah. just a little human. They don't even know what they're up to, bro. Yeah, like, I, I decided, I was like, uh, sometimes, like, if I, if I don't, like, it feels like a little bit empty, like if someone else picks her up yeah. for whatever chance, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, and always looking forward to seeing my wife as well. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like you said, family. Like, yeah, bro. when I'm, like, out and about too much, I haven't found that. And then when I stop to check myself, I'm like, oh, I miss my family, you know? You know, even though I enjoy other things and yeah, doing exactly. other things, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, nah, it's cool, man. I, I think it's grandkids, bruv. Yeah, yeah, That'll yeah. be dope one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Uh, thanks for coming up, Benny. We really appreciate nah, it, man. No problems, your bro. insights and your experiences and, uh, all the, yeah, all the knowledge and stuff, man. I really appreciate it. And I uh, wish you all the best, man. Read that book. And uh, we're, we're, uh, what are you up to, man? Like, what? Uh, any projects or anything people can follow along or you stay undercover? Uh, no, nah, i got heaps popping off, bro. I've yeah. got, uh, I was chilling with King Capisi all day we've got a we've all got right, a little yeah, project yeah. coming yeah. up so that's on the way i think that's called uh, hoops in life me uh, i've got another one uh, that i'm that i've been meaning to drop it's called dropping dimes and that's my my podcast bro so yeah cool cool hopefully hopefully i can work that out quite soon yeah um dimes and dropping dimes dropping dimes yeah that's yeah, a cool name yeah, yeah, all right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah man that's about it just uh keep an eye out for your boy follow me at uh big baby 828 um yeah. Yeah, bro. That's yeah. it. Thank you for having me, man. Nice. Heaps of fun, bro. That was cool. Thanks yeah. again. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah.